Mr. Pop. The views and opinions of this show do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of this network and its affiliates. At Midwest IT Support Help Desk, we believe that technology should support and enhance your organization's success, not constrain it. With our wide range of best-in-class services, we provide customized solutions that fit your unique IT needs. We're committed to excelling at our job so you can focus on doing yours. Midwest IT Support Help Desk is always available, providing your organization with professional remote help desk support services you need. Midwest IT Support Help Desk will solve your technology issues day or night. Our IT staff ensures that your networking computers are up to date and ready for operation on a daily basis. Don't wait until problems occur. Let our organization solve them with our monitoring software, giving you the peace of mind you need. Let us do the worrying for you. Enabling your workforce with top-notch technologies isn't just important, but imperative for business success. This customizable solution allows your team to work seamlessly and collaboratively in a protected space. No matter what IT services you need, Midwest IT Support Help Desk will be there to support you every step of the way. Midwest IT Support Help Desk. We are committed to excelling at our job so you can focus on doing yours. Please visit www.midwestitsupport.com for more information or shoot us an email at helpdesk at midwestitsupport.com. Give us a call, 
life's godson Getting high to ready to die That was the time, son I'ma drop the blueprint on how to be Illmatic, computer love Roger Chapman, still tragic We still at it LAX and Carter 3 The whole world was about it, about it Right with Master P Hip-hop just ain't hopping no more It needs help, but I'ma jumpstart that bitch myself Myself
you know, kind of a little too high on some Vicodin right now, kind of getting that pain to go away. Don't worry, buddy. Keep that leg up. Swelling will go down. You'll be good to go. But uh, (laughs) in all actuality, uh, actual skydiving Santa did try for a grand entrance and uh, taking an elf on a shelf to a nine-year-old little girl, crashed into a tree, hit a light pole, and fell into the beach and broke his leg down in Tampa, Florida. So, sir, you're a jackass for not knowing what you're doing, and uh, you should probably never jump out of airplanes ever again. Um, (laughs) But with that being said, we actually do – well, damn, that was quick. I got a caller on the line, so we're going to go ahead and take this call, and then we're going to jump into some sports. So let's find out who we're talking to today. What's going on, buddy? Good morning to you on your morning cup of sports. Who are we talking to? What's up, uh, B? This your boy, Big T. Oh, what up, Big T? How you doing, man? All right. What's going on? Oh, man. Just sitting here making jokes about Farmer, you know, skydiving. There was a, there's a guy that dressed up as Santa Claus and jumped out of an airplane and was skydiving <laughs> to bring a uh, elf on the shelf down to a nine-year-old little girl. This guy not only did he, not not only did this guy just like he he tried to dress up as Santa and go skydiving to deliver this elf on a shelf, but he crashes into a tree and then hits a light pole, and then breaks his leg on the beach where he's supposed to land. <laughs> this all during a charity volleyball tournament going on down in Florida. So like you know this guy's not off to a good Christmas start. Wow. Yeah. It kind of sounds like Farmer now. It does. It does sound like something <laughs> Farmer would do. Except for the fact that Farmer's too chicken shit to go skydiving because he's afraid of heights. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Because, you know, I was trying to get him to go with me. I was trying to talk yeah, him into going. He jump wouldn't through go. The yeah, the, Man. Uh, jump through the plane. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, for those of you who have uh, just now tuning into the show, this is your morning cup of sports. We are live Monday through Friday. 10 a.m. on the East Coast, 7 a.m. on the West Coast, and uh, we are here. You can find us everywhere. Uh, make sure if you guys get a chance, you guys want to call in and talk to us about some sports, feel free to do so. That phone number, you can do that at is 646-668-8467. And you are listening to me, B. Evans, and Big T from the Extreme Sports Show that airs on Radio AFS right here on Sunday evenings. And go ahead and tell him about that, Big T. All right. Extreme Sports with your boy, Big T, 930 every Sunday. Uh, We do a genre of sports talk, anything go. This week is the ladies taking over Extreme Sports. They're going to come on. I got a panel of ladies coming on. going to talk about the NFL and what how they feel about what about their team and what they represent and repping their team. I got a Atlanta Falcon fan, Carolina Panther fan coming on, uh Dallas Cowgirl fan, oh, I'm sorry, Cowboys. And I got a Washington Redskins fan coming on. So it'll be very interesting. Nice. Yeah, I'm gonna have to definitely yeah. tune on to that. <laughs> I'm definitely gonna have very to tune into that. But uh Man, I got since you know since you're on the since you're on the show, I appreciate you calling in. Farmer wasn't actually. I I don't know where Farmer's at. He's a little MIA at the moment, but you know he likes to do that to me every once in a while. 
could be corporate yeah. riding his ass again. It could be a uh, farmer just, you know, trying to trying to skip out on the day. You never know with that guy. You know that. <laughs> but uh, I was I was actually uh, looking forward to talking to him. So we're not going to hear a farmer rant today. Uh, I want to get your recent your take on the recent moves with the uh, New York Giants. That's one of the biggest issues right now. And uh, I'm going to call a complete crock of bullshit. First off, because the way they did uh, Eli Manning was was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. But I think McAdoo had something out for him, and they were like, "Look, you fucked up." And I mean, they took him out for one game, dude. One game, just yeah. to, just to kill his, just to kill the streak. Yeah. And then the put him right back in. I mean, they, as soon as he take it, they take it. As soon as McAdoo takes him out, what do they do? They turn around and fire McAdoo and the GM. Yeah. And then Peyton or Eli Manning's right back in the saddle. So, publicity stunt or just a bunch of bullshit? It was a publicity. It was a publicity stunt for him to get out get out of his deal to me. I think he was a dead man walking. He knew it. He wanted out, and that's what he was trying to do. That he lost the team. Nobody was listening to him. Uh, he well, he had like three defensive players suspension, you know, they walked out on him. So, you know, he lost the team. It was just a police stuff for him. Eli Eli Manning was the scapegoat, but you this the Manning family, he had to realize the Manning family is the NFL. You do not do Eli Manning like that for Geno Smith. Nothing against Geno, but Geno has not had a, a a perfect or recognition of the NFL of um, any any game. I, has he won over five games in his career? And not to put, you know, if you were going to the kid well for, you know, it's time for Eli getting older and stuff like that, people can understand that. But you went to Geno Smith and <laughs> over Eli Manning. So it was a ballistic He wanted out. Um, the GM Jerry Reese had not done a good job. His draft picks, the defense has been pretty good, but he has nothing. He hasn't done nothing for the offense in years. So, you know, he went out, and Jerry Reese went with him. <laughs> so that's my thought about it. <laughs> well, I mean, that's actually not a bad way of looking at it, though. Really. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they, I, the, the people, you know, you can hear rumors that, you know, I think he took over. He was, when Tom Coughlin left, he um, wasn't wasn't expecting to get the job, and it was too much for him. He didn't know how to handle it. He don't. He want. He was not a leader of men. He was just therefore being the offense coordinator. And that's how he was looking at it, and I think it was too much for him. Well, actually, you you have a very good point there, sir. You have a very good point. Yeah. I mean, as as pretty much along the lines of what I was thinking, honestly. But yeah. like yeah, I said, I, I wanted to hear from somebody else. I was I was too busy I was too busy bitching about it all week to hear anybody's thoughts on it. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I was so I just, was I actually just talking about for you. <laughs> Right, right. I was actually out at the uh, VFW when I when I seen everything come up that McAdoo had gotten fired and everything, and I was and I just kind of mm-hmm. 
like, yes. I, was like, I, was, I don't even <laughs> like the Giants, and I was happy for him. I was like, <laughs> well, because what Next they did with uh, what they did to Eli was complete bullshit. You know? Yeah. I mean, this yeah. guy had the That's longest. What... He had the second longest streak in NFL history for starts. Right behind yeah. Brett Favre. Now, granted, he was Brett Favre had him by like what was it, eighty or ninety games, but he had the second longest streak in history with the with the longest active streak. And yeah. to shut him out like that, that was that was bullshit. Yeah. And for but, to uh, for for Geno Smith, they said the uh, post game, he didn't talk about the game really. He went at Rex Ryan. Called Rex Ryan a coward and stuff like that. And <laughs> why would you? You just lost the game. Why are you going at Rex Ryan and down his throat? <laughs> I just I can't understand it. That's funny shit. Yeah. That's funny shit. So, uh, all right, man. I, you know, you know, I'm a Niner fan. You know, I yeah. hate to see it. I don't see Hawks. You know, I hate them. Yeah. Being that farmers from there, well, he's, you know, in the area. They are looking to make some big moves. Okay. And they're actually working on landing their own NHL team. Okay. So. My question, I don't, I don't know how you are with hockey, and this was a big thing yeah. I wanted to talk to Farmer about because, you know, Farmer likes hockey. Of course, mm-hmm. you know, any any sport where a bunch of guys are flying around, smacking each other with their sticks, Farmer's all about, let me tell you. <laughs> he loves that shit. But, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> uh, he's going to go back and listen to this, and I'm going to get a message later. You're like, fuck you. <laughs> but I guess, I mean, I guess the question is, is it a viable thing? I mean, do we see Seattle getting an NHL team or should they look somewhere else? I I think they will. Uh, you know, it's a big, it's a big market down there and, um, you know, you could bring an NHL team down here, the Carolina Hurricanes, and our market ain't that huge, so why not? <laughs> right, so. right. Well, <laughs> and that's the thing is, I guess they're looking to in, to land a uh, NBA team also. No. They're looking for NHL and or an NBA team at some point. Um, yeah. City Council has voted a 7-1 to one in favor of a $660 million plan to actually get an arena ready for both sports. Okay. So I guess they're actually, I mean, they're, they're working on it. Um, question well, is, you know, would they, they be, uh, what's that? They didn't want to lose the uh, uh, supersonics anyway, you know. Right. They've been working well, and that's for the last few years, yeah. That's the question. You know, if they hit an NBA team, do we see the Seattle supersonics come back or is it going to be a different team? I think uh, the two Supersonics will uh, come back. You got the Hornets come back to Charlotte. Um, Michael um, got the rights to the name, but see, the Supersonics was a history 
name down there on that way. I think they'll be that supersonics too. Unless um don't uh, don't OKC own the names and right to them. Mm, that's see that that's 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 touchy. That's actually a good question. I have to look into that. Yeah. One. Um, yeah. Oh no, that that's a good question. Yeah, we're gonna have to find out about that one because I'm not sure if uh, they would actually be able to do that or not. But um, now it would be. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. It would be kind of cool. But then again. If they bring the Seattle Supersonics, you know, if they bring the the Supersonics back, I'm gonna look at it like, you know, where's Gary Payton? You know, like, yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna remember the old this. They should probably leave it, you know, in a. They should probably leave that name just in in the in the archives. You know what I mean? So. Oh yeah. I don't know if maybe if I use the words "anals of history," maybe Farm will call in. What? What about anal? <laughs> I'm woke now. I'm woke. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyways, so <laughs> all right, man. I'm jumping back to football real quick. Um, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh and Cincinnati. Their game this Whoa. past week, dude. WWE, baby, WWE. <laughs> <laughs> So I know you know exactly what I'm talking about with yeah. this uh, with Juju Smith and the Vontez Perfect hit. Yeah. Wow. That's all a lot of a <laughs> lot of it's been a lot of back and forth on whether it was a clean hit or not. I yeah. want to say that it's karma on Vontez Perfect. He got fucking yeah. rocked. Yeah. He got rocked and. Now the the shot to his nuts, the shot Burfitt got on uh, Juju's nuts was kind of uh, I think that was a little extreme. Didn't they like both get uh, they both got fined for that, didn't they? Or both got suspended yeah. the game or something? We got uh, suspended that game. Both of them did. Right now, my thing. What did Juju get suspended for? You know what I mean? Like, oh, no. what did he get suspended for? What was the- wasn't the uh forty seven? It was the one that hit um uh, uh Antonio Brown. Forty three, okay. I forget his name. Yeah. It, I think it was just showing that he the nineteen hit you know, she hit uh fifty five. But when he right, right, hit okay. him when he hit him, I was I didn't see the game, I came home and saw the highlights. And when they showed the highlights into the full uh, view of it, and when you knock, he knocked him out. It was like a WWE move. You know how you just daze and you trying to climb to just get out of the ten count. That's so why I was like, "Wow, <laughs> he knocked him out." And for the, you know, you're a uh, linebacker. He, it was just like, "Wow!" And now, and you can say, and you're exactly right. It's karma, and there was. They were shouting that in the locker room because all they said the late hits that he was doing, he did. Then he, uh, uh, one he the one that knocked Antonio Brown out last year. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> it was well, to, to Pittsburgh. It was calm. <laughs> I just want to say, you know, and, and you won't hear this too often from me, and I know that we have a frequent listener that's gonna. Love this shit 
But <laughs> I absolutely love this fucking hit on Perfect. It was legal. It was a legit hit. And yeah. I think he fucking deserved it. They should have rocked his ass harder. You want my honest opinion? Yeah. But uh, cause Burfick's a dick on the on the field, dude. We all know that. But I, yeah. in all honesty, though, this hit kind of was like started to get forgotten about after Rob Gronkowski's late hit that he had the other night. Yeah. That oh, was complete utter bullshit. And to get only get a one game suspension was ridiculous. That guy yeah, was on the first ground. Take. That's what I'm saying. He was literally, I mean, if he would have been down there any longer, you thought he was taking a nap. And all of a sudden, Gronk's just going to come up and just just, just dive right into him? That's complete yeah. bullshit. He should have got more than one game. I'm sorry. Then, I think they, honestly, that was complete bullshit. Yeah, and then you see he, 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 uh, he, uh, he was just like, pausing for his move and he like he was trying to like do a uh I guess a pupil's elbow or whatever for a wrestling move. It was like went down on him and it's like, you know, you you meditated it. You, it was premeditated. You know what you wanted to do. It oh yeah, exactly. Like a, <laughs> yeah. So Dude, you know I don't I don't see how they could have looked at that in any other way. Other than the yeah. fact that, you know, I, I could see Tom Brady go, hey, look, Kamish, man, you know, he's my he's my best friend. You know, let, <laughs> let me go ahead and climb up under your desk real quick and make this right. Yeah. Okay, I, I know you got to clean up, but maybe we can soften up the punishment a little bit. Let me let me lick my lips and put on my chapstick and... Uh, <laughs> Well, well, I'm a, I'm, I'm a, I'm a take you to pound town with my face. I, I can see Tom Brady doing this to try and get his 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 best friend off the off the hook because that hit was completely ridiculous. Now, had that happened to Tom Brady, you oh, already yeah, yeah. know what would have happened. Oh, that would have been banned. multiple. And I fucking hate the Dallas Cowboys. You know this. Yeah. Mentioned this several times. I hate the Dallas Cowboys. Ezekiel Elliott, a six-game suspension for domestic assault, and it was brought and it was said that he wasn't even guilty of it. They dropped the charges because they couldn't find evidence supporting the facts, and they yeah. still pushed a six-game suspension on his ass. Yeah. And then Rob Gronkowski goes out and does this, and he gets one damn game. Yeah, I'm sorry, but that's bullshit. You know, it's no different than than Vontez Burfick. How many times has Vontez Burfick caused an issue on the field? Oh, many times. I understand he's a great player. I understand, you know, that, you know, he's a fierce player. Got it. But he's got to remember, you ain't Jack Lambert in the 70s, buddy. You know <laughs> what I mean? You, you can't play like that on the field no more. There's rules, regardless of yeah. whether – you agree with them or, or pe many people watching. I know there's a lot of rules that I disagree with in football. Now I'm sorry. They've turned football into, I mean, flag football is more, more aggressive than, than full contact football in the NFL. Yeah. But I mean, fact is, is there's rules for a reason. You got rules placed. Got it. You don't like it and take up a different career and set rules in the league yourself. But yeah. in the meantime, that's the job you have to abide. That's the job 
there's the rules you have to abide by. And with all the times that he's always getting in trouble, there should be more of a punishment placed upon him. Use him, set, use him as an example of what you, will happen if you continue to not follow these rules and continue to basically break the law of the NFL. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because Goldberg's shot himself, and they made an example. I'm just saying. (laughs) Exactly. This man man coming out with a a fake people's elbows, and you go give him just one game. So, and uh, um, uh, Crabtree and uh, Talib was swinging, uh, missing each other for two games. So, and was a fight. (laughs) Right. So, so how is it that? Vontez Burfick, I mean, I know he's been fine and, and this and that, but outside of being a, a, having a few fines, they've not really done anything to him to actually make him realize that, hey, what you're doing is wrong. Yeah. And you he, know what he, I mean? He, and he, then, he never thinks that his actions are wrong. Because he's trying he appeal to every action he you know, what is football? You're supposed to be a hit. And I, I, I look at his comments all the time after he gets, you know, suspended or, you know, he was trying to appeal his hits and stuff like that. Well, and, and I understand, you know, and I can I, – I, I won't take nothing away from that. I understand, you know, you played football all your life. That's the position you yeah. play in. You need to be aggressive in that position. But, I mean, they, they set a, a guideline that you have to follow. For the safety of yourself and other players, period. Okay, mm-hmm. this, like I said, this isn't the old school football where they didn't give a shit. Get out there and hurt each other. They didn't care then, but, but they care now. And they're like, okay, well, we got to do this and do this and this and this. And honestly, I think it's all to cover their own asses for lawsuits, but mm-hmm. they, they have this set. It is established for a reason. Whether you agree or disagree, if you don't like it, then fucking join another league somewhere else in another country. You know, go join. Yeah. Go, hey, you know, there's always the LFL, the lingerie yeah. football league. <laughs> Get out there with the ladies because they're playing aggressive. I don't know. I don't know if you've seen that. We posted that uh, videos of that up on our Facebook page a while back. You know, yeah. and uh, yeah, I remember. <laughs> yeah, and that shit's yeah. rough. I'm like, wow, why can't we get that on national televised TV? You know yeah. what I mean? I I guarantee you they'd fucking kill the ratings of the NFL. Not to mention yeah. everybody stands for the anthem. So, <laughs> yep. you know, but if you cannot agree to play by the rules that are set, then you don't need to play, period. Yeah. I mean, it's that simple. But yeah. now farmers not here. So I'm going to get to do something that I love to do when he's not around. Which I like doing it when he is here. I wanted to talk to Farmer about the 49ers win. Big Jimmy G, because, you know, we love hearing Farmer go off on us because that's not his real name. But uh, yeah, I don't even know how the hell he says it. He's like, why can't you say it? Because I don't say that shit. But I want to jump to a basketball conversation. This was brought up to me the other day, and it was actually a really good question. And it's hard 
I, I guess, I mean, you can break it down by statistics. And even then, it's an opinionated conversation. But it was asked, who is the best point guard of all time in the NBA? Mitch Zeros. You What's that? By, uh, the best is, you know, Magic, he was six, or was six nine. He, he could pass, he could shoot, he could score. He, his assist rate, you know, I, you know, you get John Stockton there. I give John Stockton there credit. Um, Mark Jackson, you look at the day's game, Chris Paul, um, John Wall up there, but it's, it's magic. Hands down. That I can, that, that I, you know, from my generation that I remember. Right. Well, I yeah. mean, it's, that's a tough one, man. I mean, it, for me, it's it's really hard to narrow it down to one specific point guard. Um, and, and I'll go back, I mean, I'll, I'll even go back as far as saying that, you know, if you look at the Tom Brady, Joe Montana, who's the GOAT conversation. You know, who's the best wide receiver of all time? Who's the best quarterback of all time? Who's the best, you know, anything of all time? When you're comparing time gaps like that, it's it's hard to say because it's a completely different game at that level. Yeah. You know, you compare LeBron James and Michael Jordan, who's the better player? Well, statistically, LeBron's beating Michael Jordan. But – at the same time, it's a completely different ball game. You know what I mean? It's a completely yeah. different ball game. But we do yeah. have a caller on the line, so I want to go ahead and bring the caller on, find out who this is, and see what they have to say. Good morning on your morning cup of sports. Who are we talking to today? Uh, this is Christian Rodriguez. Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? I'm, I'm doing good. But your question was, who's the best? Point guard of all time, yes. right? Yes. That's what we're talking about, right? And Big T said Magic Johnson. Yeah. I'm okay. Well, how can you differentiate between you got guards like John Stockton, Jerry West, Jason Kidd, Steve Nash, <laughs> hell, even Stephen Curry right now is up there. I got him up there right now. Oh, I'm, I'm saying that question. Yeah, go ahead. But I'm saying, I'm saying from my generation that I remember that I seen. But you look at the stats and what championships and what he done, and what he can as a leader as, as a leader as a team. What I ever seen, I no Steph. My Steph is my man. I love Steph. He still, oh shit, he the bit, you know. Best shooter out there to me right now. Big, Wall, I think I can hear you blushing again talking about Steph Curry. Yeah, that's my, that's <laughs> my dude now. Steph, my dude. Uh, John Wall. Um, I wish you. I was, you know, I've been a fan of Kenny Smith. You know, point guard, but Magic. You know, Magic was the man. I just, you know, I'm looking at if you put him on the court and you want to win a game. And you put the point guards out there, who's going to be your leader? I have to say Magic. 
Now, see, I did mention, really? see, and that, but I got to, but see, Ed, I, I got to throw this in there real quick. I mentioned one of the, one of the best point guards of all time earlier. Okay. He played with Seattle. Gary Payton oh, Gary is one of the Payton, best yeah. point guards of Global, all time. Yeah. Why? Yeah, because won. honestly, I see a lot of ball playing in another book could have been one of the greatest of all times if he could have stayed away from injury. I see a lot of Gary Payton in Derrick Rose, which is really weird oh, yeah. because my my cousin looks like Derrick Rose, and it's really weird because if you put a side by side picture next to them, it, it's it's creepy. It really is. <laughs> but I mean, we, and, and that's the thing is, like I said earlier, you know, when you go back to you know, comparing, it, it's hard to say who is the best overall. Statistically, you can break it down, but and, and I understand what you're saying is who out of who you've seen overall play. Yes, I mean it, it is hard to say because I mean you do have Pistol Pete and Bob Cousy. You've got Oscar yeah. Robertson, you know, and then there's there's so many other players that have that have just graced the court with their their greatness. Allen Iverson, prime example, one oh, of the yeah. greatest point guards of all time. This guy was a uh, was a legend, you know, and it's just hard to break it down like that. But at the same time, everybody, I mean, they're always going to say who was the best of all time. So I guess looking at it, okay, Big T, you're taking Magic Johnson. It had to be Jerry West. Jerry West is another one. Yeah, he's another one. I'm just saying now. But but. I've never yeah. seen Gary. Yeah, but I know I've seen his stats. Yeah, but I've never seen him. Now, I'm not saying that Magic isn't a good leader or nothing, but a few others that I said, like Jason Kidd and Steve Nash, I think they were way better leaders than Magic was. So Magic kind of had, had a team, though. Like They, they well, really did. They didn't have And, no and I'll go with you. I'll go with you on that. I will go with you on that because I'll actually bring up a current player right now who is actually, I believe, will be one of the best point guards of all time. And it's because of what he is doing right now with a team. Oh, you already know where I'm going with that. (laughs) Kyrie Irving is doing amazing things up there with Boston right now. Following in the footsteps. I mean – Look what Rajon Rondo did up there with Boston. Granted, he had a team with him. Same thing with Magic. Yeah. Like same thing that Christian's saying with Magic. You know, and but look what Kyrie's doing right now with Boston. I mean, he has literally helped turn that team around. Yeah. And they are doing an amazing thing. And I see him I see him staying with them for a while. I see them doing some big things. I really do. But I also see where he's going at with with Magic Johnson too. Magic Johnson had a hell of a team with him, mm-hmm. you know, so he had a lot to work with. John Stockton, same thing. John Stockton was an amazing point guard, but he had a hell of a team working with him. When you break it down and you look at the teams and you look at the point guards, you've got to go, you've got to narrow it down to okay, who did these guys have, and who did they not? have? And you got to eliminate these players that had great players on their team with them. The whole team was great. So everybody else made that point guard great. It's no oh, different well, than Shaq and Kobe on a team. 
Okay, I believe Kobe made Shaq better. Yeah. But and and at the same time, Shaq made Kobe look better. But then look what Kobe could do without Shaq. So was yeah. it Shaq or was it Kobe? Bottom line, it was Kobe. So yeah. you have to look well, at the team. Uh, yeah, look, look at, at both of them did the same thing. Yes and no. Yeah. I mean, look at where Shaq went after he left Los Angeles. He didn't really do shit after that. I'm sorry. I don't he think got, he did he shit. He got a ring with Miami? Uh, he yeah, he got, got a ring. ring yeah, but I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, if I'm if I'm part of the team, technical. But say if y'all want to get technical, Wade won that ring for his big ass butt. That ain't no shit. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. I mean, we just we just we just say he helped. Well, uh, right. That's uh, what I'm saying. I mean, that, well, okay. I got a question while we on that subject because I, I keep I, I want to bring up something. That team. Was there a super team? Which one, Miami? That Miami Heat. Yeah, that Miami Heat team right there. Uh, super? Yeah, Garrett Payton. Yeah, I wouldn't say super, but I would give them like a tier two team for sure. Okay. It was definitely up there. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to say, cause I just always I keep hearing about the super teams, and I never people don't never talk about them because they had a they had a rotation of like seven or eight guys was all stars, so and nobody never talk about them. But back to your question, B. Go ahead. Well, no, I was just gonna I was just saying earlier. I mean, you know, you got to break down. I mean, if you look at the teams where a point guard had a team to follow through. Was it really him that made it great? Or was it really was it the team was it the team that made him great or was he the one that made the team great? You know, and then you gotta look at situations like was Kyrie Irving right now with Boston. Look what I mean he you, we've seen what he was doing with Cleveland when LeBron was gone. LeBron yeah. come back, cried like a bitch and Kyrie's gone. Yeah, you know what I mean, and and he goes like, okay, fine, whatever, and then he leaves, and then he turns around, he goes to he goes to Boston, and look what he's doing with Boston. What were yeah. they doing before Kyrie? They weren't on the map like they are now. You know what I mean? He is just, I mean, he's killing it out there, and also yeah. it looks like we lost Christian. So, um, if he's able to call back in, hopefully, and uh, you know. Because I was going to talk some NBA super teams, he killed it for me. He he killed my moment of talking NBA super teams. <laughs> Christian, Man, call back. He, you know, Christian, Brian call sad, back. I am. <laughs> I am sad. I am sad. Man, but uh, we're going to go ahead and, and take a quick break, and when we come back, yeah, we'll be back right after this. All right. Oh, yeah. 
What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to your morning cup of sports on RadioAFS.com, Fat Boy Media, DRCP Army. I am B. Evans, and with me today is Big T from the Extreme Sports Show. What's going on, Big T? What's going on? What's going on? Oh, man. That was that was actually about to be a uh, good conversation, and I mean, it, it can still be a good conversation, yes, but... Uh, you know, we, we kind of lost. We miss you, Christian. Call back. <laughs> Call back. <laughs> <laughs> Christian, we miss you, man. Yeah, Call back. We miss you. Call back. <laughs> and I want to bring up a good point of what we were talking about, too. And I want to go back to what you said. You miss, if you missed that point, guard, you know, you know, Magic had a um, great team. If, we want to go back to the Detroit series when they the second NBA Finals when Magic got hurt. I think uh, the Lakers was up two or no, or they were trying to three feet. And when they Magic got hurt, uh, I think the the uh, Detroit Pistons swept them four zero. So that tell you how important that that point guard was on that team. Maybe everybody had the flu. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) When they when they lost me, I think Magic hurt his ankle. I want to say, and he couldn't play no more that series. And um, they, I know Detroit swept them four zero. Got no Lakers up two zero. I I know where you're going. I know what you're saying, and and you're right. It does make a major difference, you know, especially when you've got like your star player in there, and you know, if your star player is out and injured. You know, it does hurt the team, regardless of how much the team needs you or don't need you, whatever. I mean, it can definitely cause a major issue. But, um, I mean, you never know, man. It's uh, it. He is one of the greatest. I will give him that. Yeah. He He's on the list. But to give it one of, like, to say the best, I, I really don't know. Um. Now, I do have that number that we were talking about, which we were about to we were about to give our listeners a heads up on what we were doing. But we have a special guest with us now. Straight out of the hospital, we have a caller. Straight out of the hospital. Still Santa Claus. From breaking his leg skydiving, trying to deliver that elf on a shelf to that nine-year-old little kid, is Farmer. Yeah, super What's going on, big guy? What's going on, guys? How you doing? What's going on, Farmer? Uh, we're good. How are you doing, man? Is your leg feeling good? You you good now? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm uh, I'm Jim Jim Dandy, sir. It's uh, it, it's rough. You know, doing whatever I need to be doing, but uh, man, I, I I'm here and upright and kicking. Well, I I wanna I wanted to say, you know, I I wanted to congratulate you for facing your fears, um, and and actually taking that taking that step towards conquering, you know, a fear that you've always had. And I, I'm more excited than anything for the fact that now that I know you're willing to go skydiving, then you can go with me this summer. Right. Yeah, man. Hey, I'm I'm I am 100% game. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking in the beginning of the show. There was a gentleman dressed up as Santa Claus 
went skydiving to deliver an elf on the shelf to a nine-year-old child on the beach in Tampa, Florida. And it was, there was a, a volley, a charity volleyball going on. He was supposed to, you know, fly in, land, land there and deliver this elf on a shelf. Well, he kind of slammed into a tree and then hit a light pole and then broke his leg on the beach. Yeah, I mean, that's, uh... That sounds like something I would definitely do. <laughs> I know. <laughs> if I can see farmer, if if you don't shit your pants and black out, I can see you doing something like that coming down for, on a parachute. But you know, it, it's cool. it, it's awesome that you called in, man. I, I missed you. How how are you doing? Man, I'm I'm doing well, brother. It's been uh, pretty chaotic at work, you know. It's always right right around the holiday seasons. We're we're, we're getting stuff ready, and you know, uh, you know, me me working also at a uh, hospital-like place. Uh, it's just been, you know, I've been I got out of the hospital and wheeled my ass over to to work, and, and it, it's been just crazy busy there. And, um, just, uh, you know, doing the, uh, doing the old, uh, work thing besides this. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Oh, absolutely. Um, so when you called in at a good time because, uh, your baby cakes is on the phone with us. And, uh, oh, hey, baby cakes. What's up, baby cakes? What's going on, folks? <laughs> Man, you got enough lube on your head to, to, to get off a lot of cowboys now, don't you? Yeah, uh, yeah. No cowgirls got me. They, they got me. Yeah, they did. Yeah, and this, and my, I had my daughter cracking the eggs. The stack of eggs would not break over my head. So I know right. how you feel when that lady cracked crack the egg over your head. It's oh, yeah, she, 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 <laughs> yeah, 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 she, she did not do it gingerly, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, so my noggin was hurting that whole dick. Yeah? That whole well, I, I appreciate you manning up doing the yeah. eggs on your head because you did say here uh, on this uh, on this morning Isn't show it? that you were going to do yeah. eggs. So... When I heard you weren't going to do eggs, I, I had to razz you a little bit. And it's nice yeah. to know my razzing caused you some pain and some egg <laughs> on the head. <laughs> yeah, it caused, caused some laughter. You heard my wife in the background making, making it worse. So, hey, it is yep. what it is. The cowgirls got But, uh, gentlemen, I, I want to let you know, I know it's been a minute since, since we've been on the air. Last Friday, yes, last Friday. It, it, it seems so long ago now, almost a week. But I sat through, and there were pictures of where I was at. I won't mention the place. Of every single TV, TV around me had nothing for basketball on it. Yeah. Yeah, until you then had them turn it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Then I had them change it to hockey. But it wasn't even a hockey game. It was highlights of hockey scoring, which was cool. I, I digged it. I liked it. But after you see the same highlights over and over and over, and, and the uh, girlfriend next to me, hey, did you see that? I'm like, yeah, we, we saw that one, but I, I, 
half hour, 15 minutes ago. It's all good. I actually watched a full game. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Farmer, without sleeping, had only two beers, larger beers, but only two beers, and watched a Gonzaga basketball game against Whiteworth, Whitworth, Whit, Numworth, or something or another. And uh, I can say that this other team looked pretty damn good, taking it hard to hard to the net, posting up in the paint, putting some ribbies in, dropping some threes like some dimes. And uh, it was good, you know. I I, I figured the uh, Gonzaga was going to lose based on the first half. Because they look like garbage. They look like dog doo-doo. No pun intended because their uh, their symbol is a bulldog. But it's, uh, I didn't know that there was only two quarters in this uh, in this shit show. Uh, how did we go from one to two to end? Like, how does this fucking work? About as bad as, <laughs> or about as, bad as soccer. Like, which way but, are we going? But I can say... You, you, that uh, I watched a full game, I was not drunk, and uh, another radio personality named Nick, um, he uh, he told me that I should do a shot every time somebody traveled. I don't think that that was smart. That probably would have been impaired. And uh, but you know, there, there's some weird nut jobs out there that uh, like to. Uh, yeah, hoop and holler like it's a football game, which I didn't understand. But the dude had to be like six, seven, six, eight, so I wasn't gonna go over and say, "Hey, wanna pipe it down a little bit? I'm trying to watch a game here." But uh, I liked it. It was all right. I I, I may watch again and uh, learn some more uh, basketball lingo, like posting up and taking the D, uh, you know, yeah. running the paint and dropping some dimes and playing with some hookers. I guess. <laughs> I, I just play with hookers. So. <laughs> I just did everything until you got to the same with the hookers. With the hookers. I figured, you know, she's posting some paint. I'm paying her with some dimes. I'm going to take her to the hall. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I got a question. When you were yeah. sitting there enjoying it, did you put a, a smirk on your face that you know, it was pretty good. The only time I had a smirk on my face was when my lovely lady put her hand on my lap. Okay. I agree with that. That's good. That's good. That's good. But you know, you I, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess you could say I had a smirk on my face. Um, <laughs> I also had a smirk on my face when I had me some buffalo wings, too. I definitely had me a smile on my face then. <laughs> But, you know, so, it wasn't horrible. Um, it's not as bad as what I envisioned. Um, it's definitely not watching, you know, Michael Jordan, you know, doing the fadeaway tweeze or anything else like that or, or posted up for Scottie Pippen to, to, to do a jam down and, and do a space jam on him or anything else like that. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, it was cool. It was all right. You know, I, 
I was invited to maybe go to a basketball game, to a Zags game personally. <clears throat> so uh, I don't know yet. I may or may not go. <laughs> okay. So Farmer, I may uh, only go if my lovely lady ha- has her hand on my lap and I get some wings. But other than that, I may not. Right before you called, we were actually about to call the Memphis Grizzlies, and uh, Big T had a question for them. Okay. So we was going to see if you'd like to be a part of this. Uh, I'll play sideline judge. Go ahead. Have fun, guys. (laughs) All right. Well, without further ado. Grizz Nation, the time is now. Secure your 2017-18 Grizzly season tickets and recognize Grind City. Experience every towel-waving moment in Memphis Hoops history with the best seat locations at the lowest price. Plus, MVP season ticket holders get exclusive perks like seat upgrades and exclusive events, discounts, and more. Season tickets start at 9 bucks per game. If you're interested in becoming a new MVP season ticket holder and wish to guarantee your seats at the lowest prices, press 1 now. To renew your current season tickets, or if you have questions about your account, press 2 now. For information on discounted tickets to Grizzlies games and other FedEx Forum events for groups of 15 or more, please press 3. To be connected to the FedEx Forum event hotline, please press 5. For Memphis G League ticket sales and information, please press 6. Thank you for calling the Memphis Grizzlies. Are you still there? Grizz Nation, the time is... All right. Well, it didn't work out the way we wanted it to. Yeah. You know, we're going to have did, to... Uh, what did it say about something about being fisted again? What is it with the Midwest and want, wanted people to get fisted? I don't get it. <laughs> who who was that that said that they were... Oh, it was the, it was the Browns. The Browns said we were yeah. going to fist you or something. Right. Yep. I, don't I, get it. I do... I remember that, sir. They said, we are going to fist you or come get fisted or something. Right. And basketball must really suck in Memphis if they're only giving away $9 tickets. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know well, Memphis had a basketball team. They do hey, speaking of, they from? speaking of teams, Farmer, how do you feel about Seattle trying to work on getting an NHL team? Thank you, please. For the love of baby Jesus, get me a hockey team. There you go. I told you. Lord, 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 it's Father talking to you now. Lord, Lord, baby Jesus, baby in a manger. Somehow you came out of a woman's vagina but didn't. I'm talking to you now, Lord. Three wise men came to you now, Lord. I'm one of them wise men now. I'm a little younger, a little less wise, and I'm not in Egypt or Jerusalem or wherever. And how are you white? But anyway, Lord, Lord, please, Lord, please, give me something to root for in this shithole state. Lord, please, please, Lord, I promise. As long as it's not a bird, or a hawk, or a pelican, or any bird, I 
Move from the team, Lord. Please, Lord, give me a team to live for. I'll even buy season tickets, Lord. Kay? Kay? Lord? Did your daddy have to pay child support? If he did, it's a bitch. Tell him that, Lord. Tell me that, Lord. Please? Please give the asshole a hockey team. Amen. <laughs> oh wow. Oh man. Now So I understand B that that's hard to follow. I get it. I understand that's hard to follow. Yes it is. It is. Well, no, and I I want to play. I have to play this because in out of respect for uh, I don't know if you know, but Jim Neighbors just passed away the other day. The great Gomer Pyle. My farmer. my neighbor Jim died. What the not hell? Your, I got I wondered why his truck didn't move. <laughs> not your neighbor Jim. Jim Neighbors. <laughs> but no, right. he passed away. Man, you're confusing me today. But I great. The great Gomer Pyle passed away, but Farmer came on, and he did his prayer, and I knew he was going to do it, so I'm going to play Surprise, surprise, surprise. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's great. <laughs> oh, shit. But, uh, anyway, so, <sighs> Big T, man. We were unable to get them on the show. We couldn't call the Grizzlies. No, we we could actually make this work. We could make this work. Um, let's go ahead and do that. So while I get that set up, please enjoy this track, Like a Mystery by Cordell Drake, and we will be back right after this.
Stop by for some awesome food and bowling fun at Bob's Big Ben Bowling, located at 119 East Main Avenue, Ritzville, Washington. Or call ahead to reserve your lanes today at 509-659-0540. Open Monday through Fridays, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. and Saturdays, 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. That's Bob's Big Ben Bowling. What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to... Morning Cup of Sports right here on RadioAFS.com, Fat Boy Media, DRCP Army. We are going to call the Grizzlies again, and we're going to make this work this time because Big T has got a question that's just itching at him. Uh, I told him to go get a shot, maybe see the doctor, but he refuses. So he's going he's gonna to keep the itch until he can talk to these guys on the phone. Yeah, I want this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and uh get this call added. Give me just a quick second. Hey Big T, um while I'm waiting for B Evans, man. Um you shouldn't have an itch. You got enough penicillin on your head to cover any itches. <laughs> Each other, or they double fisting each other, man. I, I just don't get it. 
That was bullshit. (laughs) I want something else. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I want the WWE. You want to call Uh, the WWE? I want to talk to the WWE. Ah, shit. (laughs) What did I miss this first almost hour into the show where Big T wants to call the WWE? I want to call the WWE. I want to see what's Gronk move a wrestling move. Okay. <laughs> because he, it looked like it was a people's elbow, but I wasn't sure. But Man, yeah, yeah, it, it was definitely the people's elbow without the pad of the elbow. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I thought He's dropping it was a dime like... on that hoe. You know? <laughs> <laughs> So, how did you feel about that about that hit, though? I I, I heard a lot better than the first I got it. it. Hold on, I am in the mobile command center, and I am behind a student driver in an eighteen-wheeler semi. Trucker JJ, if you're listening and if you're in Washington, get the fuck out of my way. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Trucker JJ's blocking the road for Farmer. <laughs> hey, hey, first year is not out of the way. He said, get the hell out of my way. It's going to take you like five hours to get through the traffic light. Just try to shift how you're supposed to. Just skip a gear and freaking go, JJ. Come on, now. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Double clutching. <sighs> so, uh, how did you guys feel about that here? I'm sure you already talked about it, but uh, was that a clean hit? Was that a dirty hit? It was, it was a dirty premeditated, premeditated hit. Yes, it was premeditated. Yeah, yeah, premeditated, I mean. He got it right earlier, Farmer. (laughs) So, hold on. So, he thought prior, before the play even started, that he was going to crack that dude? That's premeditated. Yeah, it's premeditated. And he was like, you know, should I do it? I should not. I should not do it. How could you argue that it's not premeditated? It's football, I mean, baby. It, See, he, he came into his area, and he cracked on him. I thought it was a clean hit, and, and that's how football used to be. Hold uh, on. No, 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 no. First year, here we go. Oh, hey. Oh, dude. Oh, second gear. Hey, he found third, I think. Get the fuck out of my way. I got to go. Now, Sorry. we are still talking about the same hit, right, where guys taking a nap on the field, and Gronkowski comes up and just, like, Drills drills into him, right? No, 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 Slick. I am talking oh. about the hit that the Pittsburgh Squealer hit. Oh, that shit was legal as hell. Oh, oh, yeah, that was legal now. The nut okay. shot was not legal, but yes. <laughs> right? The knockout, the KO, the uh, dismantle. Right. That's yeah. the one I'm talking about. Now... 
Now, now, now the Gronkowski one, yeah, that's definitely premeditated. I yeah. switched gears on you without letting you know. I, I, I did a farmer on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you will keep us alert. Damn right. Yes, alert work uh, because I had no idea what the hell he was talking about. Hopefully, you guys didn't bore our listening listening base with basketball before I came on. Hey, whoa! Oh, our listener base was good with basketball because we actually had a brand new caller today. Oh uh, shit! And they missed out on farmer. <laughs> and they missed out on farmer talking about basketball. They had a great conversation. Oh. Well, it looks like Farmer needs to stay MIA so y'all fuckers can talk basketball. Farmer, <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you feel some type of way hey, right now. Hey, hey, gentlemen. Yeah. I just feel like I need to throw this out there that we have Trucker JJ on the line right now. <laughs> What's going on, Trucker JJ? I heard that you were taking my name in vain, and I got crazy. <laughs> What's going on, Trucker? How you doing? You finally got the fuck out of my way. I appreciate it, sir. Well, you're quite impressive if you're driving a building in Washington, D.C. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I tell you what. Dude, I, haven't talked to you, I haven't talked to you in a week, and I get behind a student driver driving a semi. My motherfucker. Damn it, JJ. Get out of my way. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, some rookie on me, I tell you what. Right. He, he was, uh, man, I, I was shocked he even got in third gear go, going through the stoplight. Damn. Okay. Well, <laughs> well. Here's the thing. We're gonna go. JJ with, said, "I'll at least uh, make Miyagi. We're gonna go with Miyagi on this one. There are no bad students, only bad teachers. Okay. Uh, it's working. For me. <laughs> 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 wasn't double shifting. Wasn't she? Wasn't even going from first gear to third. Man, he was. This dude was straight first gear down, second gear. Ah, looking over at his coach. Can I go? Can I go into third, please? Please, can I get fisted? Okay, fisted time. Hey, what up in third? I'm like, dude. Man, my grandmother hopes faster than you, Chef. Yeah, well, it's on your first day. That's understandable. I mean, I didn't have to deal with that. Because, well, here's the thing. Most people learn better if you teach them and show them and guide them and all that. Me, you tell it to me, stay out of the damn way, and let me see how, let's see how long it takes me to figure it out. So, you generally start out particularly as a student in your second or third year. And I'm like, no, 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 let's see if this thing will take off in fourth. We're taking it out of the fourth year right there in the school parking lot. <laughs> it, right. it, it, it went kind of bad, but it was kind of cool at the same time. So, there you go. Right. <laughs> find it till you can find it, right, JJ? Hey, there you go. So, anyway, sorry right. I didn't get called in, but I was dealing with work shit. <laughs> well, no, I hear you. Well, you know, I, I've only been on here for not too long either, so you haven't missed much besides basketball, Doc. Yeah, well, I caught that, and I was like, did I get the right channel? 
And it's like, no, I can hear Big T. I can hear, I can hear Brian's big mouth out the damn window. So I knew I was on the right channel. <laughs> Uh, you know what? You can kiss my ass, sir. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 B. Hey, B. Hey, B. Yeah. How's the hand? The hand is fine. Thank you. Good. You know, now, now everything's coming together. Everything's finally clicking together why Big T wanted to call the Memphis Grizzlies. I'm understanding this now. Why you say why you say that? You know, we we we've been MIA for a couple of days here on your uh, morning cup of sports. I don't know if B divulged his reason why he cut his hand or supposedly cut his hand. He was down in Memphis fisting a grizzly, and the grizzly didn't like it, so he caught him. That Brian would have killed it at that point in time. Well, you know, oh. see, I, I, it's starting to starting to all click together now. You know, you said that, yeah, you were out at the uh, VFW. I didn't know Memphis Grizzlies had acronyms of VFW. <laughs> oh, you're funny. You know, and, and that supposedly pointed to you sent me, that was your play ring with, with your grizzly bear, wasn't it? <laughs> you got me. You got me. All right. All right. You tried poking it in the eye. You thought it was a shark. You just pissed it off even more. And it tried to take your hand off. It was like, well, you ain't going to poke me in the eye trying to fix me later. I get it. I get it now. It's all making perfect sense today. Thank you. Crazy scary day. All right, fellas, I got to go. I will check up with you tomorrow. And how about them Steelers, huh? Just thought I'd say that. Yeah, how about them Steelers? There you go. Plug it in, plug it in. Brian likes to get this. Plug it in, plug it in. Go ahead, Doc. Oh, I was really digging. See, the QQ and I got this JJ connection going. You saw the hit on perfect, right? I'm just trying to make that Oh, out that was perfect. <laughs> the hit on perfect was perfect. Led yes, with the shoulder was. and everything. That's what pisses me off. Good old, I mean, good old actual football is back, baby. Only in the steel curtain. All we need to do is get him a big shoulder pad and hit, start hitting with the shoulder first and like Jack Lambert's second coming. You never can tell. Damn right. Preach it, brother. Preach it. There you go. All right, brother. I will catch up with y'all later. Have a good one, Trucker. Be safe. Oh, man. I missed us, B. You missed us, man. He said, well, if you're a building. <laughs> uh, kind of, you're doing the show. I, I kind of came in midstream and kind of got suckery. So. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. But do you expect any less when you come in late? 
No, not at all. And I, I, I feel bad. What, what, what was our caller's name? Christian. Christian, yeah. Try to get him on the show. Yep. Yes. Oh, please. <laughs> well, gentlemen, good 
about that bad time, about that bad place. Big cheese again. Thank you, sir, um, for uh, filling in in Farmer Size Twos, and uh, have yourself an awesome day, sir. You too. All right, fellas. Hey, yeah. Uh, have a good hey, one, Steve. Yeah, Thanks. Yes, All sir. Right. What time is it? <laughs> it's way too late for your shit. <laughs> <laughs> Lord, in closing, I just want to say you are listening to your cream, Lord, and your sugar, Lord. And it is always way too early for this shit, Lord. 